Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Degenerates. I'm your host as always, Andrew Drake. And joining me is our panel of DGens. We got producer Randy, The Thumb, Colton, and Thickless. Fellas, how are we doing today? I'm good. Feeling pretty good. I'm honestly here after after this last week. I'm just here at this point. Yeah, uh, you know that whole thing about those that are first will become last. Well, me and me and old Thicky Nicky definitely felt that one. Uh, it was a rough week for us. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, speaking of uh of last week, is there anything on your guys's bets? I mean, I don't think we. You know, I've picked a good week to to do this because I don't really. There's nothing I want to relive about my bets. Um, but is there anything you guys want to recap about uh, about your bets from last week? Any highs? Any real lows? Well, as we know, in week two I was zero and six. It was a big thumbs down. But in week three, bounced back. I went five and one. My only loss was well, the upset the 49ers losing. So. I cursed Nick's team, and it came back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I think that was surprising to everybody, not just you know you that picked that team. I was pissed. Win. Look, I mean, the fact that the Browns have given up what like a thousand two yards in five games on defense—that's pretty damn good. Yeah. What about anybody else? Anybody else have anything that they that they had to hit a- from last week? There's only one pick of mine last week that I'm really upset about is the Oregon pick. I could have swore that they would have done a little bit better better in their new uniforms, and then Washington came out and proved, proved me wrong there. Um, but in my college football picks, uh, my two that I just said last week was a uh, risky pick came out. In my favor, sorry that your Cowboys still lost, um, but they covered my 10.5 um, in the Missouri doing pretty good um they covered their two and a half as well just really disappointed the ducks last week yeah wyoming pissed down their leg i mean at one point up two touchdowns and then coming back and just pissing pissing a chance down their leg to uh be able to potentially finally get in the top 25 for the first time in like 30 years so um i think i think my uh my dream of of uh, college game day coming to Laramie this year. Um, I think I'm going to have to wait at least another year. Yeah, there's, but they're, yeah. they're, they're looking good this year, though. I will yeah. give them that, so the future is promising for them. Yeah. I guess last week for me, oh, gosh. Yeah, looking back at it, I took Texas Tech minus one and a half on K-State. K-State actually looked really good. Um, Texas Tech didn't even show up, and then – I thought Marshall was going to do really well against Georgia State, and they didn't. Um, luckily, the Falcons won, and the USC Notre Dame covered the over. So, Did K-State um, look really good, or just Avery Johnson just rushing for five touchdowns out of nowhere just shock everybody else? Yeah. yeah. It, was, uh, it was pretty surprising to me. It was also just weird. I don't know, just maybe with the scores that we have lately, just, you know, Ooh. everything's so crazy to see a game – actually you know just finish with you know 35 points on the board like is you know five touchdowns you almost you hear somebody scored five touchdowns and you're like what did was the team score 50 67 and then you're like oh it was just 35 because that's how math works (laughs) but you just don't see so you don't see many football games anymore that have like you know traditional football scores like that well, especially last night with who was it? James Madison and who were they playing? Uh, I can tell you that. And I said Marshall. And it was it was three to two. Right. Like yeah. it was three to two for a while. Mm-hmm. And then it was six to two. And then James Madison started to open it up. Finished twenty to nine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Last week was was rough for me. Alabama, Arkansas, I took the over at 46 and a half and it went 50 it went 45 you know like that was kind of the um the way my weekend went i lost the boise state game um i took them minus eight and a half and colorado state won on a hail mary at the end of the game the only thing that i will allow to be like happy about colorado state winning 
was the fact that all their fans had already left the game and only like 17 people rushed the field. And it looked ridiculous, and I hope it felt ridiculous. So, yeah, that's where I'm <laughs> That's where I'm at uh, coming out of last week. I'm glad that... Uh, I'm glad that the thumb was able to uh, turn it around because if he'd have had another week like that, I'm uh, I'm not sure he'd have, he'd have came back and logged in this week. <laughs> I would well, be at least at least he can log in. That is. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we 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 won't dive too deep into that conversation. Yeah, just <laughs> so, so one of us is on timeout. <laughs> Make sure uh, you read all the terms of services for any gambling site. <laughs> Um, well, let's go ahead and, uh, get into our NCAA picks for this week. Um, and Thumb, since you had such a great week last week, we'll go ahead and let you start. All right. So for my first one, I have Tennessee versus Alabama. The current spread is plus eight and a half for Tennessee. I teased it up a little bit. I took alternate spread at Tennessee plus 10 and a half. Uh, Bama looks very up and down. Tennessee also looks very up and down. Tennessee was able to beat Bama last year. I'm just hoping they cover the 10 and a half. My next one, I have Utah against USC. I'm taking USC minus six and a half. I think Caleb Williams has a bounce back performance. Notre Dame made him look not like a first couple round NFL draft pick. And for my last one, I'm just taking the over of 46 and a half for Penn State, Ohio State. I think that's going to be a shootout up there in the horseshoe. It's only it's only 46 and a half. That's what I locked it in at. I placed that bet on Tuesday or Wednesday night. Hmm. I feel like I just would have suspected that to be in the at least the 50s. That's what, that's what I was thinking too. And as soon as I saw it, I just put a bet on. All right. Well, let's move on to Colton. What do you got for this week? All right. This week, I'm taking Oklahoma State's plus three and a half um, versus West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia, this so far has beat. They got beat by Houston and by TCU. Um, yeah, they were last week number sitting at number two in the Big Twelve. Um, but Oklahoma State is coming off in the last, I think, three or four weeks. They've beaten K State and KU. Um, I like them for this matchup. Um, not really riding the West Virginia Mountain Mountaineers. Is that right? Mountaineers yeah. this week. Uh, next, I am taking Ohio State's minus four and a half versus Penn State. Um, Penn State this year has not been tested really well. Uh, they've played the, the best team that I saw that they played was Iowa, who was number 24, and they got beat, or they beat them 31 to zero. Um, and by that, they, everybody else they played, they just beat them very bad. Um, I'm not thinking Penn State has been tested defensively like Ohio State has. Um, so I'm taking the Buckeyes on this one. And then lastly, Old Miss at minus 6.5 versus Auburn. The only reason I'm really taking this, I looked at one game. They both played LSU. Auburn got smoked 48-18 to versus LSU, and Ole Miss put up 55 against them. It was 55-49, to um, just proving to me that Ole Miss has a pretty powerful offense um, against a LSU's pretty decent defense. Um, so I'm taking Ole Miss's minus 6.5 at Auburn. Nice. Um... I look forward to uh, getting your guys' comments since I see that someone else is going to tail you on that West Virginia game. Um, <laughs> I, I look forward to seeing your guys' comments when I get to, get to talk about my picks. But uh, let's move on to uh, Thickless with your NCAA picks this week. Um, we'll kind of start easy and we'll get to the spice towards the end. Um, I got Oklahoma Central Florida over 64 and a half. I think Oklahoma's proved they're kind of a juggernaut this year, especially on offense, which is no shocker. Um, they can put up points. They can put up a lot of points really quick. Um, so I like the over on that. Kind of like, um, like, like I said, with Notre Dame and Colorado, not Notre Dame, USC and Colorado, that I think USC was going to put up a lot of those points. They did. I think Oklahoma's going to put up a lot of these points against Central Florida. Um, so our men's basketball GA, graduate assistant for people who don't know the terminology, is a Minnesota Golden Gophers fan. 
my baseball coach is an Iowa Hawkeyes fan. And the only thing I can hear from them all week when I ask him is how shitty their offense is and how bad they like want to score points. I'm taking the under. I locked the under in at 32 and a half. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I, I just, I, I, I don't think it's happening. Dude, I listen, I am like, I'm, I'm a stand for Iowa unders. Okay. Like I am all about Iowa unders. 30, I don't know the 32 and a half and what it at what's it at now like 31 and a half that 30 and a half that I checked 30 it today. And, half, yeah. and, 30 and, a half. So, and a half but I mean that's I guess maybe that's trending in your direction uh, but I honestly could see this game being you know a typical Iowa 14 to 10 so I mean I'm I'm with you we're gonna we're gonna see an uh, offensive coordinator probably take a team to, you know, 11 and one and lose his job because his contract says he needs to score 25 points a game. Yeah. And he's nowhere close I see, to uh, I see Randy dancing. Does that mean Bryce Harper hit his home run? Oh, well, no. okay. Never mind. Um, so my spice, I'm picking Penn State money line over Ohio State. Um, I think... I kind of agree with what Colton said. They haven't really been tested. But I think this is going to be Drew Aller's breakout game. I think he has the makings to be a really good quarterback. And I think, I, I, I don't know. I, I like Penn State money line here. I really think Ohio State is on upset watch. I'm not super duper confident with it, but I'm just confident enough to put my money where my mouth is literally and take Penn State money line on Ohio State. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, it should be a, should be a pretty good one. Is that a... That's an early game, isn't it? Is that big noon kickoff? Uh, yes, yeah, noon Eastern. Eastern. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I also want to make a comment on my bet for that. I had the over under at forty six and a half on Tuesday. It is currently on Fanduel at forty five and a half for over under in State Iowa State game. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean Marvin Harrison Jr. might kill them for all I know. I, you know, that game could be a coin toss, or Ohio State could just run away with it. I really don't know, but. I think if it's any week for Ohio State to lose, it's going to be this week. Yeah. All right. Producer. Not, not their last game of the season against Michigan? Uh, it depends. Are they stealing their signs or not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Producer Randy, what uh, what are you dazzling with us with this week? <laughs> uh, I'm going to – I don't know. I was, I was kind of scared to pick this week on college and NFL – a lot of scary games out there, but I ended up grabbing Iowa at minus two and a half against Minnesota. Um, I, I was going to bet the over-under, but I got terrified, so we just went with the spread. Uh, and then I got Missouri at minus six and a half against South Carolina. I think Missouri's looked really good this year, and uh, I think I think they can do that pretty easily. I think the line now is at like nine and a half or eight and a half. So I got it at six and a half, which I was pretty happy about. Um, I'm also going to ride with, uh, good old Nick with the, uh, but I'm taking the spread. I'm taking Penn State spread. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're going to win, but I don't think, I think it's a last second field goal game type of game. Um, last one's going to be Can- uh, Kansas State minus six and a half against TCU. I think Kansas is going to continue from the game they had last week and they should be TCU pretty good. Alrighty. Well, looking to my picks, uh, we're gonna start off with uh, like we talked about before, our uh, the 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 team of the podcast, the uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders. I'm gonna take them uh, with an alternate spread at minus two and a half versus BYU. Um, just uh, took that spread and bought, um, I think a half a point maybe. Um, to take it down to minus two and a half to to help me by a field goal, um, but I wasn't I didn't really like the odds on the money line, um, so I decided to get a little better odds by by taking the alternate spread. Um, I'm going to go with UNLV minus seven and a half against CSU. Um, I'm going to continue to fade CSU probably all year. 
Um, and UNLV is actually perfect against the spread this year so far. So I'm hoping that they can continue that this week and CSU kind of has a letdown game after their 17 people rush the field. Um, and then he, I'm going to be uh, the contrarian here against Nick and Colton, but I'm going to go West Virginia minus two and a half against Oklahoma State. Um, I don't really remember why I took that bet. I'm going to be a thousand percent honest with you. I remember making it. I remember making it and I remember being like, you know, all this lists of reasons why. Um, and if you can believe it, I didn't write any of those reasons down. So, um, (laughs) if nothing else, I'm doing it to fade you guys. Um, and I hope that, uh, hope that I get a laugh in your face at the end. And, uh, yeah, so that's where we're sitting right now with, uh, Texas Tech minus two and a half, West Virginia minus two and a half, and UNLV minus seven and a half. So, last week we uh, were going to bring out a uh, college football parlay where we each, you know, took a, a leg and added it and kind of just see what where it comes out. And I don't remember exactly why, but we ended up taking it out of the out of the episode last week. I don't remember if the audio was bad or what the issue was, but we ended up taking it out, which is probably a good thing that we did because it only, only two out of the five legs hit. Um, it wasn't, uh, wasn't great. Um, but we're going to, we're going to do one this week. Um, so let's go ahead. Uh, we'll go same order as last time, but hopefully we, uh, everybody put their best leg forward, put their best bets on this one. So thumb, why don't you give us your, uh, first leg of the parlay? All right. To start off, I'm just taking Arkansas money line against Mississippi State. Uh, anytime Coach Nick Saban talks up an opposing quarterback, probably a pretty good thing. So that's so why I'm taking Arkansas money line. All right. Yeah, I had to actually change my pick. I didn't see that was yours um, when you when we <laughs> sent everything in. So I had to go change mine, but that's all right. Um, Colton, let's move on to you. All right, I'm taking Buffalo's money line at Kent State. Uh, there's a pretty good reason why, too. Kent State is averaging 13.4 points per game. One of, those, one of those games was 38 points. Take out that, they're only averaging 10 points a game. How are you a college football team only averaging 10 points a game? I don't know. I'm taking Buffalo. I mean, Iowa's doing that. They're in the top 25. Wow. <laughs> they're winning. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well, we'll move to Nick. What do you got? What are you adding to it for us? Um, I'm taking Oklahoma State money line against West Virginia. Um, I think Oklahoma State's looked really good the last two games. I bet against them last week, um, and it didn't work out for me. So uh, the, I think those are those are my own personal bets that I bet against them, and I'm kind of mad, but I'm taking them. So I, you're literally going to make me either choose to win my own bets or hope that our parlay for the people hits. Well, I just want the record to show that I submitted my picks for this podcast on Tuesday of this week. That's fair. That is fair. But, you know, I hope, obviously hope for the people that it hits, but I hope for your, you know, your bankroll it hits. The people! <laughs> Producer Randy, what are you giving us this I'm week? Take, I'm taking Penn State spread. Penn State spread. What what did you lock that in at? Five and a half. I like it. I like it. All right, so we got a couple money. Excuse me. All right, so we got a couple money lines, a spread, and I'm going to go ahead and add a total to it. I'm going to go with the Charlotte and East Carolina under. Um, and I'm, I'm going to lock, lock that in at under 40 and a half. Um, couple reasons for that one being that both of these teams rank in the bottom 10 of scoring offenses and, um, their defenses are, are, you know, I would say bottom third. Um, but it doesn't matter if their defenses are better, if their offenses can't move a football up and down the field they they are inept at scoring the football um also um there's a 
a apparent system out there about high wind games and unders. Um, and uh, this is a game triggered in that system, um, and it's hit, you know, like 57, 58% of the time. So we're going to go ahead and uh, follow that and go uh, East Carolina, Charlotte, under 40 and a half. So to recap, we've got Arkansas money line against Mississippi State. We've got Buffalo money line against Kent State. We have Oklahoma State money line against West Virginia. Penn State spread at plus five and a half. And we have the Charlotte East Carolina under 40 and a half. Colton, you locked that in. Um, what, what did you get for odds on that parlay? Uh, I locked it in at fourteen ninety two. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Well, I will say when I put it in, it's not going to make a big difference. But I accidentally pushed yours at an over. I mean, the over unders are the same spread, but that might fuck my end on it. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're just going to roll with it. <laughs> can you ca- can you cash out? Yeah, or? yeah, okay. I'll cash it out and re-put it in. But it still will be fourteen ninety two. Okay, alrighty. Well, hopefully with that that. Uh, hits for us um i think that we all did a little bit better job this week of trying to make it a uh more quality (laughs) bet than we did last week i think last week we all just kind of threw one out there and hoped that it would hit definitely Um, yeah so did mine no big deal um (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's move on to uh to nfl um because I want to get to these picks, but I really today want to talk about other action because I feel like all week, that's all we've talked about. We obviously want to get to Brandy's live tennis bets to see how that how that money turned out. But uh, let's go ahead and, and we'll stick with the same order. Let's go thumb. Um, what do you got for the NFL this week? All right, so for mine, for my first one, I'm taking Dolphins money line against the Eagles. Uh, Eagles obviously lost last week. The Jets were down to their number three and four or four and five corners. Um, and the Jets still beat them. I think the Dolphins have the most explosive offense in the league right now. So I'm taking Dolphins money line. For my second one, I'm taking the Chiefs and Chargers over of 48.5 points. Um, I think the last time they were under 48 and a half was Patrick Mahomes' first career start back in week 17 of whatever year that was. And then for my last one, I'm betting with my heart. I'm taking Packers money line against the Broncos. Um, I don't think the Broncos are considered an NFL team at this point and hoping the Packers can turn the ship around. You just got to let Russ cook, dude. <laughs> He's cooking nothing but ramen right now. <laughs> Meth. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, All righty. Well, Thumb, best of luck to you. Hopefully you can uh, get a little hot streak riding here. Um, Colton, what do you got? I'm t- For my first one, I'm taking Raiders minus three at the Bears. After I put this in, one, I didn't realize Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't playing and Brian Hoyer is going to start this week. But I guess we're going to have a Hoyer and what's his name? Bagnet? Bag- Bag- Bagnet? Whatever the Bears backup quarterback yeah. is, it's not Justin Fields. He played at Shepherd uh, University. Bear- that's all I know. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> uh, but the but the Bears were starting to get things rolling with Justin Fields. I just don't see them getting rolling with whatever Bonaparte is. Um, next, I'm taking the Falcons money line at the Bucks. I don't know how confident I feel about this. I just like the Falcons. I mean, I like what Desmond Ritter's doing. I really like Bijan Robinson. Only problem is they only have two targets right now, Drake London and if Kyle Pitts shows up. Um, after that, I mean, I think their number two is like Mac Hollins, I think. But um, I'm still rolling with them. I like the Falcons. Uh, so I'm going to roll and see if they can get it done at the Bucks. And lastly, I'm taking the Lions money line at the Ravens. Uh, I know Dave Montgomery's still out. I like what the Lions are doing, though. Um, they're kind of – they've shocked me this season. I mean, I knew they are going to be decent – but they've really kind of proved to me that they're um, playing some good football. Um, I know Sam Laporta's maybe questionable. Um, probably one of my favorite uh, tight ends right now besides Kelsey. But I think I think the Lions come out on top of this one. I like it. Uh, Thickless, enlighten us. 
ooh, enlightened. Hopefully, I do better than one and two. Um, but I kind of, I got, I got hope. I got hope. Um, I guess I'll kind of piggyback a little bit what Colt was saying. I'm taking Detroit money line against Baltimore. Um, I'm a big believer in Detroit right now. Big Amon Ra fan. Went to USC. Um, I did see somewhere Dan Campbell saying they're going to try to have Jameer Gibbs shoulder the load. He was upgraded to active. I think his injury status is taken away. So hopefully looking for a big breakout game from the rookie this week. My fantasy team needs it, but we're not a fantasy podcast. You've, um, said, you've said that literally like four out of the every episode. Like yeah, three out you know, of the four episodes. Two, it's, you know, it's because I'm two and four in one of my leagues, and I'm just trying to manifest some good energy, man. Like, yeah. Whew, it's been a rough one for me. Um, Arizona and Seattle. Being an NFC West guy, the 49ers, I hate betting on any NFC West team besides them to win. I'm taking Seattle minus seven and a half against Arizona. I think this is the week Seattle's going to get going. I saw something they're going to try to scheme a little bit more for uh, Jackson Smith, maybe get him rolling a little bit more. Um, I think the Seattle team could have a really good breakout week on offense, and I think the Cardinals are just kind of atrocious right now. I think their best player is Hollywood Brown and Zach Ertz, which is kind of crazy to really think about it. And Hollywood might be on the move. So who really knows what's going on? Um, my last one, I got Miami and Philadelphia over 51 and a half points. To kind of agree with uh, the thumb thumb, I think Miami has probably the most explosive offense in the league. And Philadelphia knows how to run the ball pretty well, especially with the brotherly shove at the one yard line. They're going to start scoring touchdowns. They're going to score them quick. Um, yeah, I think they're going to blow through the over at 51 and a half. No problem. So, show of hands, which is great for audio, um, who prefers tush-push, who prefers brotherly shove? Because I feel like both, both, are, both are great names. <laughs> yeah. What happened to just the quarterback sneak? Nah. Because quarterback sneak's all on the QB, dude. He ain't sneaking nowhere. He's getting pushed. I mean, here's the, here's, I don't know. I, I here's think, the thing. I think tush-push is funny. Here's the thing that's crazy. Like, how good was uh, Tom Brady at just straight QB sneak, right? Like, super good. That's without anyone, sh like, shoving it in the ass. If they if they were doing that with uh, – yeah, pause, phrasing. Uh, <laughs> if they were doing that with, uh, with Tom Brady, one, they might have broke his old-ass hips. And two, I mean, they'd have got – you know, 15 yards of play with the way that he was able to weasel his way through the line. But I think, I think I prefer the name tush push brotherly shove is uh oh, catchy though. Shove. I kind of like brotherly shove. Not going to lie. What do you guys think about that? Like that whole, uh, the gaming committee or whatever it's called. Uh, thinking about getting rid of that. I think it's just something for them to talk about and to be mad about. Yeah, I think it's stupid. um yeah. Yeah. It's just because people can't stop it. There's but... a there's a guy like a Polynesian guy on the Eagles, Polynesian guy on the Eagles line that was like getting all pissed off and saying that it's uh it's disrespectful. It's yeah, it's dis disrespectful to rugby to say that the brotherly shove is a rugby play because it has he's mm. like that it has it's nothing like that but yeah i also can't remember where that. i can't remember where i heard this or saw mm. this but apparently people are going to start faking injuries on it so it seems like a quote-unquote dangerous yeah play. i, I saw people like yeah well, two guys for the giants got hurt last week doing the same thing and it's like okay so we're going to change the rules because two guys on the same team got hurt mm. like how is that? How is that? You know, Philadelphia's fault that they figured out how to do something well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, for God's sakes, we have guys tearing everything left and right out slit film turf. Yeah, and they won't change it. Yeah, Reggie Bush even I think blew his knee out in the Edward Jones Dome in St. Louis a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, he that's because he, the hit, sideline he and... ran off the sideline and hit concrete, didn't he? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that's what happened. I'm just saying though, like you know, stuff like that they won't change. I doubt they'll outlaw it because of that. Yeah. Otherwise, the strong safety and free safety position would have been gone a long time ago. Okay, who who was I on? Randy? I think Randy. I think me. All right, dude, give us your picks. Okay. Uh, shit, hold on. Okay, so for the NFL, 
I am taking the Kansas City spread of five and a half against the Chargers. Um, really, the only reason I picked that is because my good old Cowboys beat the Chargers, and I, you know, Chiefs better than Cowboys. I ought to do a little bit better. I don't know that. I just think they're going to win by at least a touchdown. So five and a half is easy spread for me. Um, I'm also not on any team, but I'm taking Travis Kelsey touchdown, and I'm slapping a hundred dollars on that because he hasn't had one in two weeks, so he's definitely going to get one this week. Side side note. Um, I'm taking Cleveland Browns at minus two and a half. I got lucky enough to get that one on Monday. I think it's at three solid right now, so this just leaves no way to push. Um, I think they're going to go to the or yeah to Indianapolis and absolutely destroy the Colts if uh, if they play anything like they did against the Niners. Uh, fuck the Niners for screwing my parlay. Um, <laughs> also taking the Bills at minus six and a half against the Patriots. I know me and Drake were talking about earlier today that the uh, the Bills played down to their competition, but I think I think the, I think the Patriots are terrible. I mean. I'd probably take Broncos over them, and that's saying a lot. But I think they'll also easily win by a touchdown. You know, for the sake of your bankroll, I hope Travis does score. So you can score sixes on the field and sixes off the field. <laughs> you, dude, you can say it all you want. No way you wouldn't you wouldn't get with Taylor Swift. Um, we need to not get into my dating life on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so for my NFL picks, um, I'm taking a couple of unders here. I got Cleveland and Indianapolis under 40 and a half. Um, you obviously don't have Anthony Richardson. Uh, I, at the time of taking this, I didn't know what the whole Deshaun Watson situation is, if P.J. Walker is going to play. Honestly, I think that they probably s- score a little more if P.J. Walker plays, personal opinion. Opinion. I think that, uh, you know, when somebody is, says that they're hurt and can't play, but, you know, coach comes out and says, well, the doctor said he's fine and, blah, you know, there's all that stuff going on around it. I don't know what the truth is, um, but I question how the, the team might rally around somebody after they didn't play um, and P.J. Walker comes in and just does what he does. Um, and wins a game, but I don't think that it's going to be high scoring either way. So I'm going to take them under 40 and a half. Uh, I'm also going to take the Vegas and Chicago under 37 and a half. Um, I, I mean, no starting QBs. Um, uh, Roshan Johnson's out for the bears. Um, we talked about it ad nauseum that the, the Raiders are a, a train wreck. Um, and if they're a train wreck, then Chicago's a dumpster fire. So um, I'm going to take the under there. Uh, I don't know, you know, that it's going to even get anywhere close to 37 and a half. And then I am going to, I, I think I bought the hook here again, but I'm going to take the New York Giants plus three and a half versus Washington. Um, I've heard that they might be getting Danny Dimes back. Um, we've talked a lot about Washington and how they just look awful with, with Howell, you know, being a placeholder. Um, I would, I would love to be, you know, seeing what a higher tier level quarterback would be able to do, uh, with, with Eric B just, you know, calling the plays and it's not Andy Reed calling the plays just to see what Eric B could do. Um, but I just, I don't see that happening. Um, with Washington, but I, I did buy the hook, so I uh, went with plus three and a half. So uh, save myself, even if if uh, Washington s- sneaks out with a with a field goal. Um, so I think we need to do our NFL parlay. Um, we talked talked about doing one of those as well last week when we recorded it. We just did um, the college one, so we thought we'd throw an NFL one together together as well. Um, so, Thumb, what's uh, what's your first leg of our NFL group parlay? So, the first leg that will probably ruin it for everybody else. I'm taking the under of 39.5 for the Commanders-Giants games. Um, when I made that as my pick, Danny Dimes was still questionable. I'm not sure if he's been ruled out questionable 
or what his injury de- destination is for the game. Um, but with Tyrod Taylor, the, the Giants looked unable to do anything on offense other than Saquon. Um, so I'm hoping the Commanders can not score at least 28 points. Colton. All right, for my parlay pick, I'm rocking with what Nick put as a one of his normal picks. I'm rocking the Dolphins and Eagles over. I got it, I think it's still a 52 for me. Oh, no, it's 51 and a half. Okay. Yep, I'm rocking a 51 and a half uh, for the Dolphins and the Eagles. Both offenses are electric. I see this being a shootout and being very high scoring. Thicky Nicky. You're, um, I got Chargers Chiefs over at 48 and a half. And if, or AFC West matchup, I think the Chiefs are going to get back on track on offense. I wouldn't be shocked they scored the majority of these points, honestly, but I don't know. Justin Herbert is a gamer when he wants to, so this could be a high-scoring game. I could see the Chiefs dominating. I could see it being an 80-point game, but I do think the over will hit on this. Okay. Producer Randy. Kelsey touchdown. That's your that's – your, we're going with a player. All right. Okay. I can't add that in here. I don't think. You can well, it's an absolute lock. Way to fuck it up, Randy. <laughs> no, yeah, watch this. He's gonna be the first touchdown score. I can't because they're in the same game with the uh, over of forty-eight and a half. Oh, is that I on? Do. Is that on BetMGM? Yeah. Well, we can, we can keep it. We somebody just needs yeah, you to can keep it. Somebody just needs to find the odds differently, which are on like FanDuel and see what it is. But Wait, we're, that's we're fine. Okay, give me one second. So, I'm. Uh, going to make a slight alteration because I've been sitting here staring at the odds and why I decided to go spread instead of money line. And it's kind of stupid um, because it doesn't make sense to me why Detroit is a plus three dog. I don't care if it is in Baltimore, um, but that was going to be my pick was Detroit plus three. But then I went back and looked and, and saw that uh, currently Detroit's sitting at around plus on DraftKings, they're at plus 130 um, money line. So I'm going to go ahead and say Detroit money line um, is my pick. So we've got Detroit money line, Kelsey anytime touchdown. We've got Eagles Miami over. We have the uh, Commanders Giants under. And we have the Chargers Chiefs over. <laughs> All right, so I have mine under 39 and a half. Chargers, Chiefs over what? 48 and a half. Plus okay. 33.55. Never mind, Randy's already on it. Bingo. Holy shit. I'm putting 10 on I, it. I guarantee you the majority of that. I guarantee you the majority of that's a Kelsey touchdown, though. No, he's he's minus. Is he yeah. really? Wow. And yeah. for those of you that just use BetMGM and can't do that, it's plus 1,500 if you take out the Kelsey touchdown. Yeah, well, you might want to leave that one in. <laughs> Okay, so we've got the meaningless, you know, football bets out of the way. Now it's time to talk about the exciting stuff. So, Producer Randy, let's go ahead and get your boring-ass tennis picks out of the way. How how did your – you started on Monday with a clean slate. What did you you end the week on in tennis bets, plus or minus? Okay, so on Monday – I was sitting in class, and I was like, damn, I haven't made a tennis bet yet. We had a little break. Slapped 50 on a three-legger. Absolutely smoked it. Won 325. Um, and it was all uphill from there. I think I ended the week with... Yeah, so the, the only money I ever took out of my personal account was 50. I bet on seven different tennis parlays. Five out of the seven hit. I ended up making around six hundred dollars. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much because not not only because the tennis bets that I make trying to follow your same thing your same rules don't hit, but like I was having a blast today betting live darts, and but I like where you are up six hundred. I was up like thirty bucks, but again, I wasn't putting. 50 bucks a freaking uh set on them 
Well, I had to do it for the people. I told everybody I was yeah, gonna. That is fair. I was gonna start, so fifty was the price. If that I lost fair. the first one, I, I I think I would have stopped. Yeah. But <laughs> first one, first one hits, and we kept going. So we got live betting tennis. We've got <laughs> live betting darts, which you need you need to do on look check it out on FanDuel. Live betting darts, they stream it on there, so you can actually watch the matches. Um, it's pretty legit. They play best out of seven games of 501 um it's pretty legit you can even bet like on handicaps so plus or <laughs> you can even bet on handicaps so like you're gonna say um you can bet on cody <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna say that you're you know they're gonna they're gonna win uh the match by you know minus one and a half games um, or something like that, or, or how many 180s do they hit, which for those of you that don't know darts, that's the highest amount of points you can get in uh, one round of throws. Um, but it was uh, it was pretty, pretty legit. Um, had a lot of fun with that today. Um, impatiently waiting for NBA to start. Um, really been locking into to hockey. What about the rest of you guys? I mean, other than than me and Randy, just you know, burning money. I mean, I didn't even get to talk about the baseball bets. Yeah, he, I mean, he's not really burning money. I'm burning money. But uh, <laughs> yeah, what else do you guys got going on? Because as much as I love college football bets on and NFL bets on Saturday, Sunday, um, I mean, there's five days left in the week. We got to figure out some other way to spend money, right? Yeah. Speaking of burning money, I'm back on my prize picks grind because I can actually bet a little bit of esports, and uh, I bet on some CS:GO Counter Strike Global Offensive for you non-gamers. Um, I bet on headshots, which that is what it is. It's literally in the name. Um, I bet the over on headshots for a map, and it didn't hit. So I was pretty upset about that. <laughs> I think one pushed, and I bet the over on one for eight and a half, and he actually hit three, which. For a pro, that's kind of shocking that he only hit three. I can't hit one because I'm completely dog shit at that game. Um, did some live tennis. Actually hit a nice little live tennis today. Net net 12 out of it, so it actually worked. Uh, did some not, baseball. Did some hockey. Yeah, just not for Drake. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping to maybe get some Valorant bets in in the next couple of days on eSports. Just real big eSport guy. That's what I'm going to try to do. And probably not hit shit. I was having bad luck all week. Um, I think when I started the week, I had like $55 in my account, and I was down to like 18 till yesterday. And the problem is when I get down low, I'm just like, I'm putting these stupid parlays together. I'm like, I just need something to hit so I can like make some profit. Um, and then in the, uh, the uh, Rangers-Astros game, I was sitting at work, and I was just, literally like look reading through every like uh, player props and just clicking and i was like yeah it looks good i put it in and i like to check on the espn app before um i like go back and just to see what's going on and as i was reading through like with the stats or, like what was happening in the game it was only the third inning and all i needed to hit my parlay was Corey seager to have an rbi and i was like oh shit i thought i just put him to get a hit well and then i look and he's up to bat and he just hits a nuke and so I put $5 in and ended up winning $335. Um, so my luck kind of turned around. But the bad side of that is now I think it's okay to put in stupid parlays, so I'm going to keep on doing it um, just so I can keep on um, patting that bankroll. But we'll see how, how those stupid parlays go next week. It's fair. Me and, me and Randy got in a fairly heated argument for about 30 minutes today because he just was not understanding what I was saying about parlays. Um, and, and bankroll management and, you know, how if the more legs you add to a parlay and the, the higher the odds go, then the less of a unit that you probably want to put on that bet, you know, not Randy, Randy put, you know, $25 on a single bet, but throw a hundred down on a parlay. Unfortunately, I, unfortunately I can't argue with him too much because you know he does hit them but i guess when you throw you know 17 parlays out there 
um, that all have like one thing different. Like he, the other day he had, what'd you have? Like two parlays out there. They were the exact same thing, except for one of them had Castellanos hitting a home run. And the other one had Bryce Harper hitting a home run. Yeah. You got to fade yourself, you know, Dom with you, hedge your bets, but. Okay. So aside from the tennis, so tennis probably around, I think, I think my actual net was like five seventy something. Uh, so then I, I, I got done with tennis. I was like, you know what? That's good to go on the podcast. I'll tell everybody I did this. I was like, well, let's take that money and bet it on baseball. So I took a hundred of that and I started setting parlays of people getting two, two, two total bases hits and then pitcher strikeouts. That's all I would do. I'd do two people to get two bases, two to get a hit. And then the pitcher strikeouts either over or under <laughs> for some reason, I ended up going on a three day streak three literally three games in a row and then just from the baseball bets parlays except for i did one straight up bet for a hundred dollars and i won that but the three parlays that i hit i also came out with nine hundred dollars on that one and then the solo bet was uh i think Jordan hit and then one of the pitchers to get 4k i think it was max scherzer to get 4ks that one absolutely slapped um so yeah for the week in non NCAA or NFL bets, I I wrapped up around thirteen hundred dollars, which just frustrates the hell out of me because it's it's the you know the I don't know what law it would be law of averages or whatever the hell it would be, but when you place as many parlay bets as he places, like you you're bound to hit some of them, but then the son of a bitch hits four in a row. Yeah, and, it was pretty. It was pretty incredible. And it's not like you know, placing a dollar on it and bringing in you know, thirty five, freaking throwing a hundred and fifty and seventy five dollar bets to pull in a thousand. Fucking joker. Well, so from the tennis, so I obviously missed a few because I would I would hedge my bets as I was going because I. Some of them I'd be like, well, you know, Bryce Harper may hit a bomb and get his two bases there, or. Kyle Schwarber hit a bomb, so I, I separated them. And then, uh, so I lost, obviously, some of them. So I probably lost around, I would say, $100 on the parlays that didn't hit. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really matter when the other ones are hitting. So I felt pretty yeah. good. I, I was listening to this thing earlier today, and the guy was talking about parlays, and he was saying that, like, you let's say you bet a $10 parlay, and it was like, let's say it's three legs. He's like, you're not actually only betting $10. And he did the math because he's basically, he's basically saying that like when you parlay like a three-leg game or a three-game parlay, you're you're saying, I win the first one. All that winnings is going to go into the second one. All that winnings is going into the third one. And then he like added all that up somehow. I don't remember how the math uh, worked out, but he was saying if they were like all minus 110 odds that you're actually – really playing more with like $280 somehow to ri- to risk losing the $10. Like you're playing with 280 some I don't remember exactly how he was saying it. It was a lot of math and I mean math, he- math's the reason that I'm, you know, like not a veterinarian or something like that. Was he saying that like that's how parlays get their odds? No, I mean part of what he was saying was that a lot of times anything over a three leg parlay, the the book starts to shortchange you. So like if you take a minus one like three minus one to ten parlay or three minus one ten legs and parlay them together, it should be around five ninety five. And then and then the next and then the next one should be around twelve hundred. And then if you add another one it should be around twenty four. Uh, okay. But he said a lot of books will be like, they'll give you the, at like three, they'll give you around 600, but then you add that fourth one and they're only going to give you like between 1,000 and 1,100. And then you add another one and instead of being 24 like it should be, it's going to be around 2,000. So he's like, he's basically saying for for like max money per bet, like try to keep your parlays around three legs. At least this is how I was understanding it. Try to keep the, your parlays around three legs if they're going to be around the minus one ten, so that 
uh, you can kind of get the max from the book, and the book doesn't shortchange you. Hmm. Fuck it, we ball. Scared money don't make money. Uh, by the way, Diamondbacks tied the game up at five. What happened? Now, so. Oh, that means um, Bryce Harper's getting another AB, baby. I'll tell you what happened. Um, just walk for Domo scored. Yeah, just walked the base loaded. And then I think Alec Thomas homer to right center with Gurriel scoring. Thomas did? Does Gurriel have purple hair? Did I see that the other day? Oh, yeah. Yep. It's ridiculous. Loser. He looks like. Did, did you guys see it? Hold on. Did you guys see the uh, good old Adolis Garcia bench clearing? Yep. I haven't That's paid. Crazy. I haven't paid attention. Yeah, I also saw Jose Leclerc pretty, forgetting how to be a fucking to pitcher tonight. But that's fine. Well, it's kind of terrifying when the whole time on the broadcast, the commentators are saying, "Oh, they need to get someone on so Altuve can come up." Like, has to be rigged. Absolutely, they were saying. And that then he hits a three-run bomb. That's yeah, crazy. they were saying that shit in the seventh inning. Oh, Altuve needs to come up. Altuve needs to come up. Bang. ML- MLB's rigged too now on top of the NFL. I mean, script. all I'm saying. Yeah. They couldn't have the Eagles and Niners and Bills lose it the same week, so they had to help That's the Bills win against the <laughs> Okay, Niners so this is me not trying to be a Bills homer because of Josh Allen. This is a legit thing. They, they kind of, so you kind of, I guess, bail out the Giants and give them a second chance by... Calling the defensive pass interference on the first one. And then immediately on the next play, you have a worse pass interference or a worse hold, but it doesn't get called. I kind of feel like that that second one gets called if it happens, like if that's the final play of the game and it doesn't happen a few seconds after that previous one. They were just like, I feel like the officials were just like, well, we already are ending the game on on a no play. What do you got, Nick? Diamondbacks just took the lead in bottom of the eighth. <laughs> you were raising your hand. I, know. I was like, is this the Dan Patrick show? Is he is he raising his oh, hand? Oh. <laughs> no, sorry. I was just I was like really locked into the game cast and I saw um I saw Diamondbacks just took the lead. But yeah, that, I just I, note, I feel like they had the previous play not happened where they were basically having an untimed down uh and the officials weren't going to like quote bail them out twice. That's, that's how I viewed it. And I, and that's me, you know, being a Josh Allen Homer. I understand that. Um, but was it, was it defensive pass interference or defensive holding or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, it was, but that same thing happens on roughing the passer. That same thing happens on multiple plays that doesn't get called. It's just the fact that that one happened back to back on at the end of the game. That that roughing the passer was horrendous, by the way. Horrible. Yeah. Absolutely. Was, horrible. It was so soft. It's fair. I don't know. It was it was just a weird weekend overall. College, NFL. I just I, felt it was weird. Yeah, I don't know. Niners. I... Two bets the Niners fucked me. Two seven leg parlays. I thought that was an absolute luck. Hate the fact that he just said seven leg parlay and lock in the same sentence. By right. the way, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about the I'm talking he's about like, the Niners was a, a lock pick. He does that the all the time. He'll he'll come in and be like, "Dude, I got this eight leg lock, dude. It's an absolute <laughs> lock." And I'm like, "There's no such thing as an absolute lock <laughs> of eight legs. And if there is, it's probably minus odds. Like it, the the odds are so astronomical per bet that or per leg." that there's the totals minus that's the only the only possible way that an eight legger is a lock speaking of that give me one second to pull this up because there's this one guy i saw on twitter or x whatever you want to call it he does his own betting he tailed one of his buddies last night for brandon pfadt i don't know how to say his last name um for him and ranger suarez brandon was over eight and a half alt strikeouts ranger suarez was seven and a half um all strikeouts took the over for both. He won a hundred and three thousand dollars on that. The odds for that was seventy three five sixty two. Holy shit! That's yeah, insane. He bet one hundred forty bucks and won a hundred and three thousand on that. 
Dude, that, that good old... Who, who, who said it in the chat? The good old jail guy hit a 2400 parlay. I'm starting to think he's full of shit, though. Like, there's no time oh, yeah, to his bets. There, there's no yes, there is. They're posted before the game. I don't like, TikTok. Twitter, I saw it on Twitter. On Twitter, it was posted before the game happened. I See, I thought Which that game? the whole thing was like, oh, maybe, you know... I didn't realize that you in the vi video you can literally see like the the gem gen pop cell block behind yeah. him. Like yeah, I didn't realize weird. that. Well, okay, even that that it's not like he's watching the game. How is he just gonna randomly say it on the phone? Well, they got TVs in there. It's gen pop. Some of them. I'm totally not trying to get off topic, but apparently, um, from what I was seeing when I was kind of looking, if you wanted to bet Diamondbacks when they were down by two, it was plus 700 to hedge it the other way before they they're took still, the lead. They're still going to lose. Bryce Harper's going to hit hey, the tank. Randy's going to lose 1,500. Speaking of, like, crazy parlay bets, did you see this thing about the the uh, tennis better? Mm -mm. So this guy bet $28.60 on a 10 match parlay um which included six sets of predictions and six matches from tournament qualifiers in stockholm and sweden he won four hundred and eighty six thousand dollars that guy knows they all <laughs> they all hit i mean that's fucking insane not only I cannot not only picked to... winners but picked score predictions that's fucking crazy. That's some Biff Tannen shit right there. $486,000. Yikes. That's why I can't wait for 2028 Olympics for flag football. I'm betting on the NFL. I can, yeah, like, but the shit. memes. But you know. Dude, the, but, the, the, the memes have been hilarious for that, by the way. There's no yeah. shot that if they make that bettable, there's no shot that taking. Dude, you the, can bet on Special Olympics. It's going to be bettable. <laughs> I'm, you mean to tell me I'm not going to put my my mortgage? <laughs> Cody, can you confirm? I can't because I participated in them. Um, Look, I'm taking Jamar Chase over seven touchdowns against a Lithuanian bank investor playing right, corner. But what I'm saying is, is that if you can bet on that, betting for the United States players or betting for the United States team there's no way it's going to be profitable unless you're putting a shit ton of money on it because the hey. odds are going to be no you know it's true it's a lock it's a lock yeah it's a lock but it's going to baby it's going to be a lock <laughs> but it's going to you're going to have to put 52 legs together you're literally going to okay. have to have a centipede parlay scared money don't make money drake yeah we're going to uh, no, have a human about, centipede think about, slips in the olympics well, you and Randy can go do your human centipede because I don't think that – think about that. You're saying a Lithuanian bank investor is going to be playing against Tyreek Hill. I I agree with you, but because of that, I think that the odds are going to be so ridiculous that it's going to make – like betting American games in that not even bet worthy. You'd have to put Daniel a – Daniel Jones is going to throw – You'd have to have 25 legs to even make it profitable. That's Okay. Well, not necessarily. You if tell him, Randy. If, tell a bet, him. If, a, if a bet's plus twelve hundred or minus twelve hundred, that's gonna hit. So just bet the twelve hundred, make a hundred. That's why you take parlays minus eight hundred and up, big dog. Scared money. That's those are locks. <laughs> if I, all I'm saying, I'm taking right Tyreek Hill against a North Korean uh, taxi cab driver. North Koreans aren't in the Olympics. Yeah. Well, not until flag football's in there. Nor do I. I bet they don't have taxis in North Korea. I'm betting. I'm betting the U.S. I'm taking the over on Daniel Jones. None of this is against usable. against Lithuania. <laughs> All I know is if the USA plays the Brits in flag football, I'm betting exact score of seventeen seventy six to zero. <laughs> and then the Brits. I can't I imagine like salute the flag now. I can't imagine <laughs> what. Uh uniforms the british will come up with for flag football yeah. like they did in the world baseball classic they're showing up in skirts no that's the scots <laughs> no yeah. i know well, the brits do it too here's I another know. one patrick mahomes is going to throw for a thousand yards and 17 touchdowns over italian it teachers 
Yeah, Jalen Hurts tush pushing against Bangladesh for the first third and short to set the tone. <laughs> Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Why would you Jr. Tush push in, for in, French construction workers. Why would you tush push in flag football? Flag football. This is another one. This would be must-watch TV. Seeing a Slovakian part-time high school football coach trying to cover Tyreek Killer Devontae Adams. Yeah, again, I go back to there's... N- it's not they're not bettable. You you might as well bet the Lithuanian versus Iceland games because at least then you might get some money off of it when you get lucky. Otherwise, you're going to have to take every possible bet that happens. To, I'm literally betting Jair Alexander to hold Serbia, South Korea, and Madagascar as wide receiver ones to zero receptions. <laughs> and Drew Locke will turn into Peyton Manning in Sri Lanka's national team. Uh, Nick will be uh, providing uh, references for all of these jokes um, in the show notes because uh, uh, he stole every Instagram. one of them. Oh, you're goddamn right. I did Bleacher Report Instagram. Here, you know what? I'll give you the exact Instagram handle. Um, yeah, at Bleacher Report. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well hey, i'm saying Col- colton and i might have a chance to play again we can play for the national team oh I don't yeah think colton might be able that. to two gatorade <laughs> bottles right here dude i i could de- i could definitely play against the ghana national team dude, what position are you playing flag football hold, i'm playing <laughs> fullback hold hold on <laughs> hold on did you just say you're playing against the ghana national flag football team you're goddamn right. I You're not catching not any of them. Any, not even one. No shot. You're not even... They're blowing you off the line, dude. dude no, <laughs> shot. no shot. I still got that quick first step. You're out of your fucking mind if you think yeah. I don't got that first step. Yeah. Still. They don't have and then on the second, And then on the second step, you're falling <laughs> on your face. That's bullshit. No. Uh, yeah. Like, I can hear your hamstrings pop right now. I'm not Joseph Giannis. That doesn't happen to me. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, we're getting off the rails here. Do you guys oh, have, do you guys shit. have uh, any other action that you're looking at this weekend or uh, next week? I'm just I'm, getting, I'm just I'm, here, man. I'm trying to make a little bit of money. Maybe I'll get off time out. I don't know, man. I'm just here at this point. <laughs> uh, I'm rolling with the tennis and baseball. Tennis and baseball. Yeah. I'm on hockey, live darts, and NBA <laughs> next week. Yeah, I'll start on uh, NBA, but mainly baseball and hockey for me. Cody? I haven't heard the thumb. I got to take the We don't care, Cody. We, we really don't care about your picks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know those parlays? Eliminate Cody's pick. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? I'm doing more esports this week. Fuck it. Why not? Don't listen I to wouldn't me. go ahead shots on CSGO. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't work. Stick to um, stick to Call of to, Duty. They want me to you... vote on. They, they want me to bet on Dota, which I don't even know what Dota is. I've just heard of it. It's like League. Stick to call, stick to Call of Duty. You actually won money on that last year. You're damn right. Hey, I won a little bit of money on Counter Strike last year. It's just lucky shit I found on it, Twitter, but that's not the point. <laughs> oh man, I don't understand how you retire from Call of Duty at the age of thirty. Well, you know, when you're optic scumpy, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, but. It, uh... Oh, I really want to focus on my life, and I really want to, you know, make content. Dude, he's going to go stream, and he's going to bring in more money. Dude, he so still plays I'm, Call of Duty every fucking yeah, day. Yeah, but on Twitch, he's making five bucks a sub. Let's assume he gets half of it. I don't even know what his current sub count is. Let's say it's 70K. Even if he's breaking in half of that, even if he's bringing in half of that untaxed, I don't know how Twitch taxes work. He's bringing like 150, 140,000 a month. Which doesn't support Every fucking month. What are you talking about? 140k? Have you seen his house? He's in Texas. There's no fucking income tax. It doesn't matter. When you're the goat of Call of Duty, you can do whatever you want. And he's making more money than we all are. And we got master's degrees. Because <laughs> he's making Alexa. What's 140,000 times 12? <laughs> 140,000 times 12 is 1,680,000. 1.6 million playing fucking Call of Duty. That doesn't count sponsorships. That doesn't count other games that he plays. He might make more money off off Twitch subs. I don't know. God damn it, Randy. You did this to me. Gotta be in the 
the puck. Greg, <laughs> <laughs> just hit the outro music. That's where we ended. All right. Well, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, make sure you subscribe, like, rate, review, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we'll catch you guys next week. We are the Degenerates. Peace out.